Advances of Epigenetic Editing, a review by Rutger Kjeltima and Marianne Rotz from Max Planck Institute for Molecular Genetics, Berlin, Germany, and University of Groningen, Groningen, the Netherlands. Current Opinion Chemical Biology, 2020. Abstract. Epigenetic editing refers to the locus-specific targeting of epigenetic enzymes to rewrite the local epigenetic landscape of an endogenous genomic site, often with the aim of transcriptional reprogramming. Implementing clustered regularly interspaced short palindromic repeat, DCAS9, greatly accelerated the advancements of epigenetic editing, yielding preclinical therapeutic successes using a variety of epigenetic enzymes. Here we review the current applications of these epigenetic editing tools in mammals and shed light on biochemical improvements that facilitate versatile applications. Introduction Epigenetic modifications of DNA and histones are known for their multifaceted contributions to transcriptional regulations. As these modifications are faithfully propagated throughout DNA replication, they are considered central players in cellular memory of transcriptional states. Many efforts in the last decades have generated a vast understanding of individual epigenetic modifications and their contribution to transcriptional regulation. However, standing questions remain regarding how and which modifications contribute to a certain transcriptional output. Epigenetic editing offers powerful tools to dissect these questions at the endogenous locus level as well to function as preclinical tools to engineer gene transcription. The foundation of epigenetic editing is formed by the ability to generate fusion proteins of epigenetic enzymes or their catalytic domains CDs, with programmable DNA binding platforms such as the clustered regularly interspaced short palindromic repeat CRISP Cas9 to target these to an endogenous locus of choice. The enzymatic fusion protein then dictates the initial deposited modification while subsequent crosstalk within the local chromatin environment likely influences epigenetic and transcriptional output. In this review, we discussed recent advances of epigenetic editing in mammals based on the CRISPR-Cas9 platform with emphasis on the latest chemical and biotechnological developments to control temporal and on-target activity. Epigenetic editing of DNA methylation DNA methylation 5MC at CPG islands in promoter regions is associated with transcription repressive states. Targeting DNA methyltransferases DNMTs, to those regions would allow target gene repression through inducing de novo 5MC. Indeed, the full length of the CD of human or mouse DNMT3A infusion with DCAS9 introduces de novo 5MC up to circa 60% at targeted regions. 
which was followed by inhibition of transcription. In a direct comparison between full-length DCAS9 DNMT3A and the DCAS9 DNMT3ACD, the latter displayed more efficient 5MC activity, whereas DCAS9 DNMT3A induced less of target 5MC. For enhanced targeted 5MC, various approaches have been tested. First, fusions of DNMT3ACD and DNMT3L, a simulator of DNMT3A catalytic activity, could induce circa five-fold more 5MC deposition at various target loci than those of DCAS9 DNMT3ACD, although not nearing a fully methylated state of target regions. Another report confirmed these observations. As a second approach, full-length DNMT3A was applied to an adaptation of the SunTag system to enable the recruitment of multiple copies of SCFV DNMT3A CD fusion proteins. Despite multiple recruitment, the Innovo 5MC was lower than that of a DCAS9 DNMT3A CD fusion. Alternatively, increasing the nuclear trafficking of DCAS9 DNMT3ACD through cloning a nucleoplasmic nuclear localization signal C terminally of DNMT3ACD improved targeted 5MC from 40% circa to 60% circa, suggesting that conventional DCAS9 DNMT3ACD fusions experience lower nuclear translocation. In addition, simultaneous targeting of DCAS9 fusions with DNMT3A, DNMT3L, and the Krupa-associated box Kia-Rap Represso has been successfully applied to induce repressive transcription memory and effective epigenetic reprogramming at CCCTC binding factor, CTCF binding sites. In addition to mammalian DNMTs, the prokaryotic CPG methyltransferase MSSSI has been explored for targeted DNA methylation. Targeting a humanized MSSSI derivative introduced high levels of de novo 5MC up to circa 70%. There was widely spread alongside the target region. However, Due to extensive off-target 5MC, further modifications to MSSSI are required for it to be exploited for targeted DNA methylation. As various disease-related genes are repressed by DNA methylation, targeted demethylation would offer unique therapeutic possibilities. Active DNA demethylation is initiated by 1011 translocation deoxygenases TETs, they oxidize 5-MC to 5-hydroxymethylcytosine and further intermediates. To initiate targeted demethylation of 5-MC, DCAS9 fusions with TET1CD were targeted to methylated regions, but with a varied degree of demethylation efficiencies, likely depending on genetic and chromatin contexts, as well as on delivery efficacy of the DCAS9 tools. Even despite partial DNA methylation of target regions 
transcriptional reactivation of the targeted genes was rather weak, likely caused by a remaining repressive microenvironment. In addition to cultured cells, targeted DNA demethylation has also been applied in preclinical mouse models. For example, targeted demethylation of CGG repeats within the fragile X-mental retardation 1 FMR1 promoter through lentiviral expression of DCAS9 TET1C in postmitotic neurons obtained from patient-derived induced pluripotent stem cells IPSCs, restored FMR1 expression and neural function in culture and was even maintained following engrafting into mouse brains. In other reports, in vivo lentiviral delivery of DCAS9 TAT3CD in a kidney fibrosis mouse model resulted in targeted promoter demethylation and subsequent reactivation of two antifibrotic genes, which attenuated kidney fibrosis and restored kidney function. To further improve on the targeted demethylation effects, adaptations of the Cas9 TET1 system have been tested. Josipovich and others performed a side-by-side -side comparison of the TET1 fusion orientation and found an N-terminal fusion to DCAS9 to be circa two-fold more efficient than the C-terminal fusion. To maximize local DNA demethylation activity, Xu and others tethered TETC1D1 to the MC2 coat protein and combined these with MS2 Optima single-guided RNAs and the conventional DCAS9 TET1CD fusion. As such, targeting triple TET1CDs to a target location resulted in circa two-fold more DNA demethylation. In addition, applying TET1CD to a repurposed SunTag system to recruit three copies of TET1CD allowed robust demethylation of target genes up to fourfold higher than that of the conventional DCAS9 TET1CD, although transcription reactivation was still minimal. Together, these reports indicate that single fusions of DCAS9 TET1CD are often not effective enough to fully overcome remaining repressive chromatin and reactivate target gene expression. This point has been addressed by a combinational approach targeting DCAS9 TET1CD together with DCAS9 VP64 to SOX1, which resulted in synergistic gene reactivation while the individual fusions hardly had an effect. Epigenetic editing of histones Next to DNA methylation, gene expression is strongly associated with histone modifications. The causative effects of certain histone modifications in modulating gene expression could clearly be demonstrated by epigenetic editing, targeting histone lysine methyltransferases HKMTs of H3K9Me23 performed particularly well in repressing gene expression, while H3K27ME3 performed slightly less. 
However, the transcriptional effects of these fusions were highly context-dependent. In proliferating cells, simultaneous targeting of DCAS9, DNMT3A3, L and DCAS9, EZH2 to HER2 induced stable repressive chromatin, which was not observed for the combinational DCAS9, DNMT3A3, L and DCAS9 key rub. Furthermore, targeting EZH2 with the PP7PCP optimal recruitment system induced strong H3K27ME3 and repressed target gene expression up to 65%. Next to writing repressive modifications, removing activating modifications offers another opportunity to repress endogenous loci. Indeed, transiently targeted DCAS9 HDAC3 adjacent to H3K27AC peaks to promoters of three genes not only removed histone deacetylation but induced low yet significant target gene repression in a context-dependent manner. Surprisingly, in cells stably expressing DCAS9 HDAC3, only one of the three targeted genes showed strong deacetylation of H3K27AC and repression. To interrogate promoter-enhancer interactions, several laboratories targeted a DCAS9 fusion with a histone acyltransferases P300 to induce H3K27AC to enhancers, either targeting single elements or delivered as pooled CRISP screens which indeed affected transcriptional activation of neighboring loci. Furthermore, Yan and others targeted a DCAS9 fusion of the H3K4ME1, HKMT, MLL3, SET domain to the SOX2 superenhancer in MLL34 double knockout mouse embryonic stem cell ESCs and induced de novo H3K4ME1. Following this observation, they detected elevated cohesin levels, suggesting that MLL3-catalyzed H3K4ME1 facilitates cohesion complex formation at enhancers and subsequent promoter interactions. Alternatively, targeting a H3K4ME12 demethylase fusion to a TBX3 upstream enhancer in ESCs lead to reduction of enhancer mark H3K4ME2 and reduced TBX3 transcription, whereas targeting Cas9LSD1 to the TBX3 promoter did not lead to a repressive chromatin signature, nor TBX3 transcription repression, suggesting indeed an enhancer-specific mode of action for H3K4ME2. To gain more insights into the role of promoter H3K4ME3 in transcription activation of repressed genes, we have targeted the H3K4ME3, HKMT, PRDM9 to the transcription start sites of several repressed targeted genes particularly promoters with low levels of 5MC, could be reactivated, although to a low extent. 
co-targeting with the H3K79, HKMT, DOT1L slightly improved targeted gene expression indicating an additive behavior of both H3K4M3 and H3K79M2-3 in transcriptional activation. Small molecule-assisted epigenetic editing Conditional control over CRISPR-Cas9 activity benefits research related to transcriptional memory and could potentially improve specificity in therapeutic applications. In pioneering work, Lietzak and others implemented bioconjugation of a synthetic PRC1 chromodomain ligand to DCAS9 through interindirected protein transplicing recruit endogenous PRC1 complex members to target genes. Building upon these methodology, Carell and others repurposed the FK506 binding domain of FKBP12 and its ligand FK506 as a chemical recruitment system of endogenous histone acetylation machineries. For instance, a FK506-linked BRD4 ligand could subsequently bind to DCAS9 FKBP and through BDR4 binding subsequently recruit B300 to target sites, compared with a DCAS9 P300 fusion. This CRISP-CEM system activated target gene transcription more effectively. Instead of controlling recruitment, controlling protein stability of Cas9 fusions offers another level of conditional control. As such, the auxin-inducible Degron AID system has been implemented to DCAS9 P300 targeting, upon supplementing apsistic acid ABA. AID binds to exogenous expressed plant-specific F-box protein TIR1 and together recruit an E3 ubiquitin ligase complex that targets AID DCAS9 P300 for proteosomal degradation. With the system, Casco and others reactivated targeted enhancers that upon supplementing ABA realized a rapid degradation of AID DCAS9 P300 followed by a decline in H3K27AC and transcription activity of the associated gene. Precision Epigenetic Editing For CRISPR-Cas9 to properly bind DNA, it first scans the genome for single-guide RNA seed complementary sites. Meanwhile, any DCAS tethered epigenetic enzyme could potentially perform off-target editing, depending on the enzyme and its activity. Indeed, in a 5MC depleted but maintenance competent mouse ESC line, widespread off-target 5MC by DCAS9 DNMT3ACD was observed after targeting a selection of CPG islands. It appeared that the DNMT activity of the fusion protein is a key contributor to off-target methylation as a DNMT3A mutant 
effects DNMT multimerization and catalytic activity resulted in lower off-target 5MC and confined methylation to the activity of the targeted sites. Analogous to today's targeting a less active variant of MSSSI as a fusion with DCAS9 resulted in no obvious off-target 5MC offering an advantage over its wild-type Cas9 MQ1, both in vivo as in cell cultures. Another approach to enhance on-target epigenetic editing is to target split epigenetic enzymes, which are designed and expressed in at least two domains that upon proximity resemble into a functional enzyme. As such, two separate DCAS9 fusions, with each a split MSSSI domain were targeted to the SALL2 promoter and induced 5MC as effective as DCAS9 DNMT3ACD. Indeed, compared with DCAS9 DNMT3ACD and negative controls, background methylation by DCAS9 MNMC splits was barely detected, although this was not assessed genome-wide. The split enzyme approach is limited by a thorough understanding of the 3D structure of an epigenetic enzyme. Only one another split epigenetic enzyme has been recently reported, although not applied yet for epigenetic editing, namely a splitted 2 CD system that upon chemically induced proximity could perform DNA demethylation at approximately the same efficiency as wild-type TET2CD. Conclusions By proposing the CRISPR-Cas9 platform, mainstream application of epigenetic editing has become more feasible. However, there are still some hurdles that need to be overcome for epigenetic editing to become a straightforward tool for manipulating the epigenome. For instance, targeting CRISPR-Cas9 to heterochromatin regions is technically challenging due to steric hydrants with nucleosomes and other heterochromatin-associated proteins. In addition, various reports indicated that local epigenetic contexts play an important role in successes and failures on rewriting a targeted locus. Furthermore, suboptimal delivery methods greatly contribute to the variable results of epigenetic editing. Despite these current limitations, application of CRISPR-Cas9-based epigenetic editing has made tremendous progress, with several epigenetic domains seem to function fairly well in a variety of tested cell types as well as in vivo. Together, these provide a solid framework to further shape the epigenetic editing toolbox for future applications in, for instance, clinical settings. Thank you for listening to PubReading. Follow me on Twitter, PubReading, for more articles.